When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Fergie Time Podcast, everybody's favourite football podcast, which is coming out a daily record uh, HQ with myself, Keith Jackson, and the headline act, Barry Ferguson. We've got a lot to discuss this week, Barry. It's been a busy week already. It's going to get busier as we go on. We've had a Rangers AGM. We're having a Celtic AGM today. European football on Thursday night, of course, and back into league business at the weekend. So, so much to discuss. Um... But I think, given that it's been such a sort of a bombshell news on Tuesday that, that Dave King has decided to, to step away or has declared his intention to step away, Barry, um, let's let's start there. Uh, first of all, your thoughts on this news. Is there any reason for Rangers fans to be concerned? No, he's, he's pointed that out. That um, And you believe him? Yes, I do, because I've got to be honest with you. Uh, I thought I think he's done a a decent job. I, th- I, I think do. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I know he said he's he's critics and understand where these people are coming from. But overall, you look where from he took over to where they are now. You've got to say it's been a success. I cannot and would not attempt. I mean, when you actually think about Rangers, were having AGMs and gazebos. Yep. The fans were in revolt, uh, boards that were in there to strip the place and, and bleed it dry. There is no doubt, and there was no doubt right from the very start when Dave King came into Rangers that he was wanting to do what was best for the football club. He wasn't in there to do it for himself. Yep. Um, but there's been sketchy details around it. Mm-hmm. You know, Nobody's quite sure how much has gone in. Nobody's sure how the thing's been properly funded. I mean, we, we know it's loans that are getting converted to shares, but it's sort of a make um, make it up as you go along strategy, which hasn't helped with the clarity. And I still feel, Barry, right at the death when he's about to leave, it's still a little bit up in the air. There's still, there's still yeah, I, a little bit of mystery around the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, but I think the fans look at the main thing. The performances on the pitch, night and day. What what's happening on the pitch now? He's made a mistake or two with managers in the past. Mm-hmm. I.e. Pedro Coutinho coming in, which was a failure, and then eighteen months ago was probably make or break for him. That's the biggest decision and the, the thing. That and I think it's the biggest should safeguard his legacy. Yeah, I, I think he's. Legacy should be safeguarded anyway. I'll be honest with you. I know where you're coming from. Like details, financial details, where the money's coming from. We all know where the money's coming from. It's coming from the uh, the three big names, the three bears, the and three Dave bears. King. Yep, and Dave Kang or whoever Julian else. Julian Walter, who's on the board as well. Yeah, I so seen there's, he there's was at the he game. Has brought investment in. He's brought brought investment in, but it, it's no ultra clear. That's mm-hmm. what you're saying and I, I get where you're coming from but for me as a, a fan the thing that you look at as a product that's happening on the pitch the th- amount of things it was interesting that we see, uh, when he spoke about and I heard about it and I think we spoke about it on the phone was Ibrooks the state it was in yeah. the state that yeah. at the time it was, it was I know it's called Hummel Training Centre now the state that Murray Park was in there's been a lot investment put in that and it's still no up to scratch in terms of the stadium what it should be Ibrooks, but the Hummel Training Centre is and a lot of people forget all that as there, well there is a lot of money going into oh, that f- my you, you said to me actually when you turned up what was it for a, one of these charity games at I turned Ibrooks, up for you, you couldn't believe the state of the place at the time God bless him when he was alive mm. it was his benefit game and I turned up to do an interview um, upstairs in one of the suites 
And it, it, normal Highbrooks, you walk in, I just love the feeling when you open the doors in front of you, you've got the reception desk and then you've got a marble staircase. I just love it. It was the same because it's obviously old-fashioned. I, I, I walked up and I went into the one of the suites and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. When I was there previously, it was spick and span, but at that stage when I walked in, wallpaper was peeling off the wall, carpets were taped together, and the guys that are in that suite pay a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's a, what is that one of the... It's just up when you go, I think it's the... Member suite. The member suite, that's the one you've got. Is well, that's right next to the sort of the director's box in the yep, main that's stand, that's next to the it? blue room. Right. The blue room's right in front of you when you come out. Mm-hmm. When you come up, sorry, at the top of the, uh, the marble staircase, mm-hmm. you turn right and then there's a the member So that's suite. one of the most salubrious Aye, sort that, of that, sought-after That's for all your corporate proper areas. Rangers fans go and pay very good money and I couldn't believe my eyes and that, that was sad for me. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things you've got to give... Dave King credit for I think a lot of money has been spent on that and I think a hell of a lot and there still needs a lot of money spent mm-hmm. but he's put his money where his mouth is that, mm-hmm. that's what I've got to give him credit at aye there's been some things that the sports direct thing it's kept going on and on and on but not necessarily a problem of his doing but no, a battle that he thought he had to def- but I think overall I think overall he deserves a a real pat in the back and a big thank you for what he's done I've I've always been sceptical of Dave King for a number of reasons. Um, not least because, you know, he's, he's quite an abrasive character. He's cut to the point of being actually quite rude. Um, I think it's shy. Could be. Could be. Um, but, but he's also a, a guy who likes a bit of combat, who likes an argument, who loves a legal fight. And there's just, there's, there's little bits, but I think overwhelmingly, I think over the, the five years, you would have to say, no, he's been as good as he's worth. Well, he said he was going to put the money me, in. He has actually put me, the I money. For me, I speak to my, my mates that go to games who pay good money to go to, i.e. these suites or season books mm-hmm. that my sons do have, and they see a difference. And that's the people that I think know better. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair. So, for me, overall, I think he's done a very good job. Now he thinks it's time for other people to come in. I do not think he would leave it unless he didn't believe that these people were the right people. Now, you've got the right people, for instance, Douglas Park, at the side. He's an astute businessman. He's a clever man. He's also put a lot of money in. He's put a lot of money in, and he will not let anything happen. I bet my bottom dollar on that. So I think he's left it in a, a better place. It would have been easy to leave it in a better place in the state it was in when they took over, but he's he's left it in a healthier position. Yeah, there's a bit of debt, but I think there's people behind the scenes that can cover that. I'm, and maybe I'm overly sceptical where Dave King is concerned because I, I must give the guy credit for, what, for the job that he's done. When you consider that Rangers were a championship side that couldn't get out of the championship. Yep, bang um, on. That they were, you know, trying to win, what was that, the the Challenge, the challenge Cup, that was the, the trophy they were aiming for at the time. Right, what, what was the name of that? Challenge Cup. They could beat with Aith Rovers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Easter Road. Yeah. What was the name of it? There was challenge a Cup. Aye, but there was, who sponsored that, I mean? Iron Brew? No. No. Was it Ram? No, was it Ram? Ramsden's. There the Ramsden's go. Cup. There you go. Eh... Uh, so that was the level that, mm-hmm. he, that he came in. Mm-hmm. And I think his first game in charge was, if I'm not very much mistaken, Cowden Beath away. And I think it might even have been a draw. And Rangers had to get away. That The bus had to get away early because the stock car racing was starting <laughs> an hour later. That was that, so that was the starting point. Yeah. And when you consider that he's leaving point now, they're a fortnight away from a Betfred Cup final against Celtic. They're sitting neck and neck, nip and tuck at the top of the league with Celtic. And they're going to Feyenoord trying to get a place in the last 32 of the Europa League I, I think when you just look at that in isolation you have to hand it to him and say that things. is a tremendous job I know the fans want to make sure that the club's in a healthy position off the pitch it's in a bit of debt but I think it's in a good place the, th- the main thing for the Rangers fans is is what's happening on the pitch the last eight, eight, 18 month I think has been very good certainly the first 12 month was Gerard's first year mm-hmm. as a manager it was going to take a bit of time I never thought they were going to ever pip 
Celtic to the to the league, but at least there was signs. And then I think this year, you've just mentioned sitting top of the league with Celtic, albeit behind them in goal difference. And I think they're, well, they're doing really well in Europe. They're going to Firenood the morning night. I think they'll go over there and get a point, if no three points. That's how confident I'm. A, they're in the final in the League Cup. Season tickets are through, the, through roof. the roof. The fans, well, to be honest with you, even when they were in this League Two, the fans still the fans came. turned up. Yeah. Uh, like the, the fans will always turn up, always turn up. But there's a there's a different atmosphere about the place now. And I'm the just, well, guy at the top my, of the tree is going to be giving credit my for that. I saw some quotes from me and Durant saying it's almost time to build a statue to this guy for what he's done. And I can see the logic in that if you're saying this is the guy that took them. Because if you bear in mind the state of that boardroom, Mike Ashley's proxy board that we're in at the time, mm -hmm. the damage that was getting done to the club, the fact the fans were staying away, Dave King effectively, when he got inside that boardroom and conducted and oversaw that coup, he basically dragged that club back from the brink right. it was getting dangerously close to the brink again mm -hmm. and he's leaving it in a position which is absolutely night and day mm -hmm. on that basis I can see the argument oh, build this guy a statue he's the guy that saved the club he turned the whole club around I'm just saying if it was me and maybe because I take a cynical view on stuff I would wait and see how it plays out a little bit I'm a little bit I have to say I find the timing strange I find the timing strange I know he's got business stuff to look, take care of and South Africa but having worked so hard over such a period of time to get Rangers so far into a different place and drag them up from where he found them to then jump at this point a couple of months away because he's saying it'll be four months so you're looking oh, yeah. at January, February, March well, you've only got two months to find out if you're the guy that's actually won that title or delivered a cup or I just find it strange well, and that's, that, that's, a, that's a little thing aye, but that's, a little red I flag I think you've been a bit cynical I think that's the King's issue to, to speak about I don't know why he, he's done it but when the news broke yesterday and there, you know you're, there's always rumours what's going to happen there's going to be new investment I'm hearing as well in the, the turn of the year for me overall I look at the big, the big picture and I look in a positive way I think the guy's been very very good for Rangers i tell you what, what a little bit of concern as well there was we I heard on the Monday that Dave King was very likely to stand down or mm -hmm. to announce that he was going to stand down see the misinformation around it and I happened to know there was another newspaper that, that contacted Rangers on the Saturday hearing similar things and they were told no no there's no intention of Dave King to stand down and then on the Monday there was a real uh, fog around the thing again a lack of clarity a lack of Rangers being open and honest on it mm -hmm. in a PR sense um, and I, I look at that and I think well what, what's the reason for that and then maybe that's what makes a journalist me suspicious to, maybe he wanted to let people know the AGM that was his final AGM let the, the, the share, shareholders no. But misinformation and deliberate untruths are getting paid. I think you've been a bit too cynical. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's nothing to do with Dave King. Maybe it's mm. all to do with the PR side. Of oh, it. <laughs> you surprised the PR side. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was either, oh, yeah. but I just I find it strange, and it does raise a little. The only thing I'm concerned is Dave King done a good job. Rangers football team are in a very good place. Who cares about the PR side? Mm. Aye, well, there's a lot of money get spent in PR. Ah, well, to do good jobs for corporate I think clients that's for another Aye. podcast. Um, another. Yes, probably. Um, so that was the big event mm. yesterday. Yeah, on yep. the Tuesday, there was another big event on the Tuesday. Just to drip back into Barry's personal life, mm. what were you doing yesterday? I was at a dentist getting, and this wasn't just any ordinary dentist. I was, it was my normal dentist. It's Is that just an ordinary? Just my, my every six month checkup no, dentist. No, it wasn't. Aye, it was. Aye, but this wasn't oh, an right, ordinary six month checkup. Listen, I'm getting um, the my, full, my teeth. The full Roberto Firmino's. <laughs> no, no, I'm not getting, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not going to be as bad as Bobby Firmino or Bobby Malcolm. <laughs> Has he got him as well? Aye, aye, he's, have you not seen? No, no. Jesus. 
No, listen, <laughs> I was going to get it done because you know what it's like when you play, you get a few elbows, you get a few cracked teeth, they get sorted, they're not perfect. As you get older, your gums start to... Yes. Um, what's the word recede. I'm looking for? Recede, yes. They start to recede a bit. And then I thought, well, I'm 40, I'm coming up in 42 soon. And I'll go and get my teeth. Just 42. I'll go and get some of my teeth sorted. So I'm getting my top rack um, sorted. And I'm not going to be bright white <laughs> things that you're going to... Like they're going to no, tone, no, <laughs> tone in with my rest of the teeth. Don't you worry, I've already warned the dentist about it. And I seen them yesterday. And in a put, jar. <laughs> <laughs> he put them he put them on and they were they were fine, they were good. They were good. So I've got um temps in there now. See, this is brilliant though. And see if, it, if it's not a plant based diet, it's new teeth. This is this is a side I promised. When we started this Fergie Time podcast, that our listeners would hear a whole different side of you. Oh. They've now seen it. There's always something going on. You're always up to something. I always up to something. I just, as I say to you, you know what it's like yourself. I mean, my next one is I'll probably get my nose sorted because it's been broke four times. No, I'm having problems breathing. Right. I'm having problems sleeping at night. Just um, sort of a Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> gradually getting worse. And I actually spoke to the doctor about it. And... You know, it's like I got broke four times during my career, um, and it's pointless getting it fixed. You just get it wiped back in place. Again the next week, aye, because you, you could go and you could head up back of somebody's head, or somebody could fly an elbow into your dish or whatever. You know what I mean? So I'm having, I'm struggling to breathe. So That's it's not going to get a nose job. I'm going to get my. Look, you could see it here. It's um, it's a bit crooked. So. That might be my next thing. Right. And else after that, anything else? Any other operations? Need? Uh, might, uh, Have you watched The Jungle? <laughs> <laughs> I've, to be honest, I've been missing it, obviously, Tuesday, Thursday night, because I can't see it. I love The Jungle. I'm training. Oh, I love The Jungle as well. Ian Wright's brilliant. Yeah. He's my winner. Oh, he's, he's top notch. Just, ah, I love him. Yeah, right. I love him. But anyway, listen, there's nothing up with that. As I says, I'm no... I'm not getting these like Ryland things. No Ryland. Ryland get, K- Clark. Ah, you see on this morning and that. Yeah, the big big things like that. Don't worry about that. Or well, I've got to worry about that. But what if the, when that's what the guy tells you? No, once they're in, they're in, mate. No, he's he showed me that I went to the lab. He put the temps in that I'm going to be getting, and it was it was fine. <laughs> then he's put Ryland's. obviously I've got. I'm not getting white. It's pointless getting eight. <laughs> White teeth at the top, and the rest of them are <laughs> off white. And I look well, stupid. I actually, actually thought you were going to come in here like step on no, Sunday like, day because what, you see, I've got they're, they're false, uh, legitimate false teeth that uh, I'm looking at just now. Uh-huh. But they actually look. I would see no difference, to be fair. Yep, exactly. But what's going to happen is these are just going to be a bit bigger on this side because my I broke my jaw. Right. My jaw slopes a bit, so my automatically your teeth slope a bit. If anybody's still plus, listening, this plus, is the Fergie Time plus, podcast. <laughs> plus, I'm grinding my teeth in my sleep. I think I do that as well. And he says to me, so he's he's given me a, a, a mouth guard. Oh, I can't wear it. So like, rugby players wear. Like go to you sleep. You've got to go to sleep with Because like quite a lot of people, it's quite a normal thing. Yeah. People grind their teeth during during sleep. I'm grinding one side, so he's got his ass kind of. Uh, teeth guard, mouth guard, whatever you want to call it. Can't wear it. Was that not meant to be something to do with your anger problems as well? The angry grinding of teeth. No, the days are finished. <laughs> but that was a symptom. No, I d- no. Well, unless I'm getting angry during my sleep, <laughs> that's a worry. <laughs> Isn't it? That's a worry. Uh, but ah, uh, it's uh, it was. I'll be honest with you, it was sore. Right. Like, well, see, I'm I'm fine with jags, right? I'm fine with them. Oof. Don't mind them the side of the mouth because if you're getting a filling, I've always had a, a jag in the side of my mouth or whatever. But the front, oh, so that's that's the one that makes the no, your, so like, your nose go numb and that sort of thing. Eyes watering that, but listen, I'm well, not only I'm se- not the only person. That's it's all about self improvement, uh, Barry. There's nothing the matter with that. When they get their teeth sorted. And it's 
uh, quite a lot of football players will tell you bang I don't know how many times I come off it after your career I don't know how many times I come off a pitch with a chipped tooth or or whatever you go and get it so well, let's let's get back to football right well we've still got let's get somebody football. listening right um, <laughs> European football this week in fact let's, let's it's the AGM but the Celtic AGM is going on while we are recording this however the one of the key issues going into it is a bit of a rift developing between the club and the notorious Green Brigade mm-hmm. yep I criticised them for I felt effectively painting a target in the back of every other Celtic fan that was going to the Lazio away game um, with the banners uh, the offensive nature of it mm-hmm. um, and I'm the last guy to say that you know we should be nice to fascists we shouldn't but I think various steps marks were, 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 were um, went overboard with the various banners the uh, Brigati Verde which was a a nod to another terrorist group back in uh, the 1970s, Italy. Just stuff that was totally unnecessary. And I have to say, I have to applaud the club for taking a stand here mm-hmm. and saying, guys, we've warned you, we've, we've, we've told you repeatedly. How many times have keep been fined? About 19 times right. now. You what was that added up to the fines? And well, I, it's I, buttons. Rough, well, it's, it's, it's buttons. It's about 15 grand a, a fine. But it's no buttons. Effectively, well, yeah. It's buttons in terms of Celtic, the amount of money they've got in the bank. Mm-hmm. But but it's a quarter of a million quid, <laughs> probably over the years. Yeah. I bet it's over a short period, what, two years? You kind of keep getting fined. They're going to end up, what's going to happen is, kind of keep fining them, they're going to end up shutting parts of the stadium down. Well, that's what they're doing for this, the game against Wren. Aye, they're shutting part of the green yes. mm-hmm. brigade. Aye, but, but that's what, Celtic's why, decision it could, but why, if they don't do something then UEFA might turn around and say well while they're doing that if something else happens it could become a quarter stadium half a stadium a full stadium that's when it affects yeah so Celtic have took a clear stance I know there's I applaud them because it's a difficult one that's a difficult because obviously Celtic supporters that go and want to see their team win but obviously they're, they're using banners or whatever um, they're politicising the football club and, and it's, and it's no helping them so Celtic have took a clear stance on it it's no helping them it's, it's no helping them because you know what you want I always say it no matter if it's at Ibrox or at Celtic Park see when you've got a full stadium there even when you take a small I mean you've seen when the, the effect way, was it Rangers won it yeah That's, if you take a small part out of that the stadium that was for the, for the young boys game wasn't yeah, it yeah I think mm-hmm. it was at 3-4 fans yeah. and actually one of my mates missed it because mm-hmm. it was his block or his area mm-hmm. and they were trying to move him about and he actually couldn't get a, a ticket for it where he just goes with his boy to watch the game so it's going to it's going uh, to end uh, up uh, impacts turning, upon fans that are completely innocent aye it's going to end up impacting not just on the fans that are completely innocent also I'll start to feed onto the pitch and feed and on the through the ah, and feed through the club because clubs. you so famously played in a, a closed door horrible. behind closed doors Champions League match I, didn't I'm you? telling you we you remember when we go on the plane you, the sponsors come with you yeah 25 to 30 sponsors who come stay in the same hotel as you and they get wind and dined works, how it works let's explain to everybody you get a charter flight to go to these matches uh-huh. players and management and coach and staff all go on at the front of the plane You've then got a middle section which is like for directors and corporate supporters who have paid X amount of money. A lot of money to go on these flights and then at the back of the plane where they belong. You've got a riffraff. Ah, you've got a riffraff basically. (laughs) You've got used down in the wee bottles of vodka and all sorts. Yes. Um, yes. But anyway, played at Inter Milan in the San Siro. We had 25, 30 corporate get uh, obviously supporters there because they support Rangers you've got the board of directors so you probably get 35 40 fans and at Milan would have the same horrendous press ball it just felt like just a training match and it was a, it was the most surreal for, uh, but I was there re- reporting on the match in the press crap, box man. it was the uh, most surreal what? and it, it felt like this no, no was, surreal you, a million miles away from a Champions League I'll be honest with you I just never enjoyed it you're playing at the San Siro mm-hmm. you're playing against Nantes Milan it should be a bucket list job why mm-hmm. you should be playing in front of 80,000 or whatever the stadium holds you're playing against top end footballers so you should be playing in front of a, a partisan crowd as I said 
top team going and picking your wits against it and then it just felt eerie for the word go coming in no fans outside the stadium felt it was like the night before where you go and train turning up for a reserve game or, yeah. no where you go and train the night before yeah. the game at the stadium mm-hmm. where you go in and everything's alright when you're in the dressing room you're away for everything so you're fully focused on what's happening right ready to go warm up 40 minutes before the game let's go high five and everybody and then we go and there's nobody and it's trying to get it's, you're the trying to do it yourself when you're up in the press box watching that you can hear the shouts on the pitch Aye. that's ridiculous it makes Aye. it feel eerie but then you go back in five minutes before the game you switch off of that there's nobody out there then you're fully focused ready to go again and then you go out and you start playing in a a Champions League game. Well, they played the Champions League anthem, didn't they? It was ghosting about echoing about rattling about. You couldn't, about the place. You couldn't hear it right. Because uh, well, the acoustics had all changed because yep. there was nobody in the stadium. Yep. And it was just, it just wasn't right. Yeah. So I mean, that, we're, that's. We're not saying that Celtic are. No. Are about to play in front no. of closed door, but just go from, from a player's that. perspective, that the point is, you guys are wanting the biggest atmosphere, the Aye. most amount. I've of fans. sampled it. I've sampled it. And I've sampled it away from home where there's been parts of sections wherever we've played. It's known that you want to play wherever you go, whether it's home or away, you want to play in front of a full house. And if it continues, UEFA or FIFA or whoever has it decides, might say, right, you know what, we've had enough of this. Bang. Half a stadium. It's a wee, what annoys me about it is there's, it's a lot of selfish streak. It's like we're more important. We've got to be heard. We deserve to be heard. We're entitled to be heard. No, the most important people at a football club is football club itself and the players yeah but we, but we don't mind and the damaging fan, the reputation but the fans it. are mega important but if there is a small section that are damaging it it's it might affect other fans who go there and, and sing and cheer on the team but they go they ultimately watch their team win they a game of football, football. Mm-hmm. right well we'll find out more from the results of that Celtic AGM later on today but what we can look forward to at this point are two and this this is good because we can get back to just concentrating away from teeth away from plant based diets away from fans Dave King football and we've got you know Celtic Wren a game that Celtic can afford to lose can afford to send out the reserves if they want mm-hmm. but if they win it then go through top of that group gives themselves a far better chance in the, the, the knockout stages of progression to the last 16 so what do you expect if you're Neil Lennon at this point in the season are you thinking I need to just rest some limbs no I think I think he'll be no he'll be obviously talking amongst his staff but for me keeping the same team as strong as possible aye I, 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 I think if you ask any of the players look Maybe I'm maybe hanging it. As a footballer, you want to play, and I think as a manager, he want to play his strongest team. So if players got, enjoy if playing, you've got a player that might be carrying something, one or two, just say right, set this one, which is but, understandable. But if you're 80-90% fit, if, let's get you out. There. If they're ready to go, if you ask a footballer, if you play a, a Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, continue, they would rather do that yeah. than train and miss out in a game. Plus the they're, they're in a good place. rhythm and momentum, aren't they? Exactly. They're in a good place. A lot of players are in top form. I think he might, as you says, I think he might be right in that. He might make one or two changes. Who has maybe been carrying a niggly injury? But if everybody as is as declaring, yeah. right, you know what, I'm ready to go, I think he'll send out his strongest team. Because what he has got is a, a long away trip to Ross County mm-hmm. on the Sunday. Right. So you, you you will have to have one. I mean, he, this is the luxury of doing what, what Celtic have done in this group. He can actually afford to have one eye on that. Whereas if it was, if you're going for... If it's broke, a must when he's playing his strongest. Of course, but, it, but it's, it's not just as serious. Right. He can afford the luxury of I know, but maybe leaving one out, looking ahead to, I'm a, big to a difficult in Sunday match. Or is it a difficult Sunday match, Ross County away? Oh, is that, listen, any away game in the Premier League is difficult. If you go up there half half at it you'll have a problem aye like Rangers went a couple of weeks ago for the first whistle they were bang on it I think if Rangers and Celtic I know we're talking about Celtic here Celtic go up there and they're bang at it they win the game 
So what do you think? Do you, do you expect him? I, have I to think he'll play a, a strong team. He might leave out one or two, but I think he'll go strong. And I think from what I saw, the, the first leg anyway, Celtic, Celtic could make a couple of changes and still be strong enough to get the result against Ren. Again, they've got a strong bench. Mm-hmm. They've got a I, I, went, I wasn't particularly impressed by Ren. I think Celtic, Celtic looked like the stronger side in the first game. I, I think they'll beat them mm-hmm. I think Celtic, Celtic will beat them but I just I'll go back to what you're saying I think when you're in a good place and everybody's fighting fit you keep the same core 8-9 players yeah yeah, because they're in a good place. I think that's what Neil Lennon is kind of. That's the way he does it. I, I, He's I, not a great guy for wholesale changes. I, 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 I'm, listen, we'll find out tomorrow night. But I, I think that's. Put the it way. this way: I can't ever see Neil Lennon's team sheet being affected by sports science. A sports scientist telling him that this Jack, guy we'll might see, get in the red. See these these guys. They play three games a week. They're, they're tuned up to play three games a week. They're looked after to play three ah, games a week. Professional athletes. Oh, that's what they're there to do. Mm-hmm. 100%. Final Rangers, Barry. Yep. Interesting for a number of reasons. One, because unlike Celtic, Rangers have still got to try and earn their place in the knockout stages. Mm-hmm. Interesting also because the guy who really propelled you as a Rangers player and, and you know said he was wanting to build his side around you will be in the, the opposite dugout. I can't believe he's still going. I don't know. It's un- unbelievable. Yes, it? I, um, <clears throat> I've only got unbelievable things to say about him. Unbelievable coach. Man management, I thought, was second to none. And a lot of people see him as that wee grumpy general mm-hmm. at the side. Ah, he was, but he was a demanding, oh my God. Demanding, but he's a good guy as well. Oh, there's a, a, great a, there's guy. a side, By the way, there's a funny side. There's to him. a side to him that not many people get to see. Aye, yep. And when you get on that side, and when you see it, it doesn't show it in public. Mm-hmm. But run about the boys, he was uh, he was a funny character. Troll, wasn't he? Troll. Uh, he was a funny character, but I liked him. I just I, I just loved the way he went about things and training. Always got to bat at hundred percent. 100% see, see, when you, see when you look back in your Rangers career if it wasn't for the arrival of Dick Advocate do you th- do you think that it might have been different for you because you see so many kids uh, you can never get tell. near the first team at mm-hmm. the old firm and then go a different road you can't tell I'm looking at John Fleck for example mm-hmm. who's playing now who's finally got to play in the Premier League in England where he should l- be where playing. he looks absolutely f- tailor made for it yep, by the way he is but it's taken him such a time to get there I mean mm-hmm. the, had Dick Advocate not come in that particular summer, it might have been different for you. I I, I just think I, my style of play suited his style of management. That that was it. I mean, it, it, you could bring somebody in who wanted to go with experience. He felt the team with experience, mm-hmm. but also he, he, he seen, but people have got to remember, he's seen six months of, of reserve games. That he'd is every, that, that's the interesting bit. He, he a lot of people won't realise how meticulous he was. Oh, he had probably he knew he was coming. I think December time it was they made it, the announcement. I think it was mm-hmm. November December time, and at that stage, he had every game videoed. He watched every single first team game, every single reserve game, every single youth team game, and he knew the name of every player. Aye, that's he, what I could not up. believe. He knew every player by first name. No, normally, I'm, look, you would probably know that by first team players. But he knew reserve players. He knew youth team players. So he was, obviously, he was setting himself up for six months. Eh, seeing everybody run about the club. And um, I had broke into the first team at that stage. I played a few games. And obviously, I understood there was obviously pressures with 10 in a row and you've got to come out and I went back to the youth team which is disappointing but then when you got older you totally understand the reasons why you've what, done what, that at but what point at what point in the build up to that Dick Advocate's first season do you get the phone call somebody f- to March, tell you April when I signed a new contract so it's David Murray that's telling you yeah. I, I got offered a new contract talk me through that and 
how, just how that must have felt for, for a young kid to be A, offered a new contract, but B, told Aye, to be this offered, guy's fancying to, you. To be offered a, a long-term contract and to be told that he's want to build a team around about you, but there's a difference in want to. And actually the reality and actually, of it. <laughs> I, I've got to do it. So that gave me great pride in that a manager of his ilk wanted to sign me on a five-year contract, but also at the back of my mind, it's not just getting handy, it's not getting handed to me on a plate that, aye, right, do you know what? That's it. If you have a shit pre-season, <laughs> you're still going to be playing. <laughs> I see there's something in you that I can build a team run about you. Now you've got to go and prove to me that you are my number six. Exciting though. Oh, exciting, aye. So I went away in the summer and Obviously, you go on your holiday, but you're buzzing. Couldn't wait to get. A, honestly, it was the longest two months waiting for pre-season to start. And I just get in, and as I say to you, it's, there's a difference in somebody saying believing in you, but you've got to go and prove it. You can't just it's get not things. Just that, it's not just that because yeah. over that summer, some very good players are getting signed. So I wonder if I, even I, then I'm, you're looking going. I'm thinking to myself, oh, yes, wait a minute. If they just sign me in a a longer contract maybe to get 100 grand or 50 grand for me and sell me to, to somebody else because in comes you over in Broncos aye and I'm, I'm like big big Alberts is still there and I think to myself oh <laughs> two right. guy was there aye but so Claudio Reyna it gave me I always had that wee bit in me for the rejection for you are younger getting told you're too wee I had that bit of steel in me that brilliant guys behind me but you just don't get put in for because he believes in you. You get put in on merit. So you've got to show in pre-season. You've got to show at the running. You've got to show at the possession. You've got to show at the passing drills that you're one of the top men. And uh, thankfully, he, he stuck. He stuck with me. I started the, the pre-season. I started the the league campaign, and then it just it went on for there. And his first game. Was Shelburne away, am I right? I threw nothing down. At half time. And I'm hanging to myself, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could be straight out of here. <laughs> but no, just looking about the dressing room, I, th- I think, what? What's going on? Because it was a full new team. A UEFA Cup qualifier. But you think about it, it's a full new team and it was practically 10 days, 14 days. Was it Tranmere, wasn't it, they played the game? I did it at Fratton Park. Is it Fratton Park? No, that's no, that's Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Um, What's the name yet? Anyway, it was at Tramier's ground and I had five, ten minutes because he came in and he, he basically told us, not just me, he told the rest of them as well, you better get your finger out where it is and show me that you want to be here. And right away I thought did, to myself, did, right... Did you, think, did you think you were going to get hooked at half-time when you were coming off the park? Aye, but then it's good, it's easy. I've done it myself, I've hooked players at half-time. But you've got to give them that five, ten minute period in the second half to see if you get a... A lift. A jolt off them, I A jolt off them, whatever you want to call it. Um, and we got that, we get right away. And it just started for there we went. And then eventually we won 5-3. Um, I think it was 3-1 at half time. Is it 3-1? I remember. I'll need to look back at it, but... I think it might have been... But do you know what's funny? I'm, the comparison there to draw with what happened at Spurs last night with Jose Mourinho. Mm. who goes into his first European game at home with Spurs and right. finds himself 2-0 down after about 15-20 minutes right. very similar set of circumstances and I think mm. from all accounts the Spurs second half performance was again like like right. that one where, where the manager gets to, to, to yeah, work be, on him be quite half. honest with you I don't care I've always had a lot of time but when he was it was a set, similar the more night he's playing against Rangers I hope Rangers win because I want Rangers to win I don't care what past I've had with Dick Advocate same when we played in the EFA Cup final with Zenit you know what I mean he was coming on cuddling at the end of the game I was like get, to, get, get away from me <laughs> did you <laughs> no I was like what are you, what are you up to here because <laughs> at the end of the day I want Rangers to win um, that must have been a difficult one that, I mean obviously losing a European Cup final but the fact that this guy because let's get it right <laughs> As we're saying, Dick Advocate had a, you know, you had to do a lot for yourself, but Dick Advocate plays a big role in the career that you end up 
Having. Aye, he, he played a massive role. There's, I'm never doubting that. But a lot of people forget. It gives you the platform. It's up, to, it's up you. to you. It's up to you to go and show that you can play in that platform. You, you, it's sink or swim time. That's what it is. Now he's put, he's putting a a young kid in with. For me, they were top players. Arthur Newman, Van Bronckhurst, Alberts, guys like that. Mm-hmm. For me, top quality players. So you need to go in there and show that you can you handle them. Aye. And as I says, I know that comes from my, my background or whatever, but I was like, right, there's, there's no danger I'm going to let this go. So no danger. So you've just lost the AFA Cup final and he comes on to give you a cuddle. What does he say? Do you remember? Oh, I can't remember. Head spinning. I just, I just want to go and clap the fans and just get in the dressing room, get a shower and get to, basically. You don't win. It's about winning. You do all that hard work. A lot of people ask me about that. It doesn't really mean I get beat in the final, so I don't really think, oh, great run, played great. I know, great. but just yeah. the irony of irony is that, 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 that his advocate was there. That doesn't mean... I bet we beat Sporting Lisbon, we beat Werder Bremens, we beat Fiorentinas, who, again, are very, very good teams, but it doesn't mean anything. We get beat in the final. Mm. And people might think, it's not very good, but I, I'm, I'm in it to win it. James well getting knocked out in the first round, as far as you're concerned. <laughs> you, when you enter things, you enter to win it. But that, that moment with Advocate, can you remember at all what was nah, said? I just remember him coming up to me and, I think there's a photo of me just doing that. I'm just looking away. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Probably wouldn't just expect. wasn't interested. Uh, I, I, at that stage, you get beat in the final. I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> I don't want to look at sense. anybody. Do you keep um, in touch with him now? No, I, I, I don't. I'm actually... When he took that job, when I was doing my coaching badges, I had opportunities to go, different clubs to go and that's what you've got to do when you do your certainly your pro licence you've got to go a European visit but the Irish FA had a good one like Valencia and Villarreal so I, f- I was right keen on that yes I wonder why I, 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 I was desperate to go and look at the clubs and study them for a week and I, I really enjoyed that but uh, I was looking at uh, Dick at that stage I think he was above I think he was then like a general manager type thing can't remember where he was but I decided to do the Villarreal mm-hmm in Valencia which I'm glad I did because it was unbelievable week I had but I actually might go on visit Fine out. I might I just to go and see for three or four days some setup. up that just came to my mind I might do that I might do that because well, you posted then I want, to, I want to see if he's still got the same umph see if it's the same tempo of training and that sort of stuff because I, I tell you, listen you ask any of the players look I know some players don't like him because they didn't play with it they didn't play but that's football but for me I thought as a coach first class tactical side of it he learnt me so much I just used to run about daft <laughs> but he, he learnt me at a young age where to be what areas to be when with the ball without the ball that sort of stuff I guess that's for another time but he was he was brilliant and I thought Man management skill, he was tough, like hard, mm-hmm. hard on us. And sometimes I would come away, jump in the car and thinking, I can't really say the words, but <laughs> can, he'd do my head in. But he'd done it for the reason. Same as Walter Smith and Archie Knox and John Browns and John McGregor's. They did it for a reason. And when you got older, you realise that. To challenge I, you and get something better. I, I, I like getting challenged. Mm-hmm. So... Rangers will win. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Rangers will definitely get a definitely get a point definitely. if they win. Right, okay. Because fans are like they, they, they are they are struggling yeah, a bit. And that's why they, Dick's been brought I'm in. Not, at I'm this not point. just saying it because they're struggling. I just I just like the way Steven Gerrard's sets up in Europe. I, I mm-hmm. like it. And that's him and Gary Mack, don't forget. That's him using their European experience of which they've got loads aye oh loads frightening Jesus man they have got so much experience I just think Rangers are a very good European team and they're a very good domestic team they're not so I think they'll go and they'll get something right before I let you go um, we're going to end up this week's podcast and this is an interesting one because I have to tell you guys 
On Saturday, if you buy the Daily Record newspaper, you will find a special pull-out that we have put together and been working on now for a, a number of weeks. It is Scotland's top 50 current professional players. It's, uh, you know, Barry, what they call the Ballon d'Or. This is the Scottish version. The Daily Records version, it's the Ballon DR, right? <laughs> I come up with that. Uh, so there's going to be a trophy. That's involved. why I'm laughing because it's <laughs> it's magic. A ballon d'ia. So there'll be a trophy involved. The whole thing. Stop looking at my names. I see you looking across. At I'm going to look. I've got my names here. <laughs> uh, so not in any specific order, but I'm not going to ask you to give us fifty. No, I'll give you my top ten players. But in, but, but in no, but in no specific order. Be honest here. Mm-hmm. How long did you give me? Two minutes before the start of this. Uh, I'd say five. Five. Okay. Um, but look, to be fair, I, I think I've got the, the best ten. Right, I'll go. I'll be honest with you. Go, go, go. Morelos. Yeah, he's in mine. Ryan Jack. He's in mine. Stephen Davis. He's in mine. Ryan Kent. He's in mine. I'm, I'm noticing Alan sort of McGregor. a blue bias here. He's in mine. And then I'll go... Scott Brown. He's in mine. Callum McGregor. He's in mine. Christie. He's in mine. Edward. Yes. And that's nine. And I'll give you my tenth. Yes. Let me guess. My nephew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I He's did. not in mine. So we've got nine out of ten that we've shared with. That's interesting. Right. But I, I'll say Lewis Ferguson for the simple fact is... Because I like the way he's playing. I think he's matured into a... He's having a great season. A very good player, aye. And he, he does make my top 50. I'll throw that in. Well, I'm there, just not you, sure he makes my 10. He's blue bias there, right? I've got five Rangers and I've got four Celtic. Right. So I don't think I've been very biased here. No, it was just the fact that you were rhymed no, off I, the first four or five. that were. I've wrote them in different orders. Players. I so thought McGregor, Tavernier, Barisic, <laughs> Golson. <laughs> no, but that's... Uh, I think if you ask the vast majority of fans I don't think they'll go too far away from that well I've got 9 out of your 10 I guess that we've gone in very different orders and there's been good debates at the the sports desk about it as well so there will be the the ultimate defined top 50 available in this week's can I get your top 10 yes right give me your top 10 what in order aye I'm letting you I've gave you my top 10 you didn't give me an order well you don't need to give me an order I will give you an order Oh, there right. you go. There's a an right. exclusive. I've got in tenth place Ryan Jack. I've got number nine Alan McGregor. I've got in eighth place Callum McGregor. In seventh place Kent. Sixth place Forrest. This By is, there, listen. Can I can I butt in there? What I've got James Forrest. Mhm. Or Lewis. Did Forrest not make your top ten? No, but okay. Right, so he scored hat trick now with Scotland and scored a lot of goals in Europe. He's having a pretty good. Well, season. I think I'm going to go the ten that I gave you. Obviously, Lewis is in that ten stroke. James Forrest, so they can double. They can be a double act. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, honestly, right, okay. I like James Forrest. Right, Forrest. So Forrest is my sixth best player in the country. Now, this is probably where we're going to. Part company with a lot of people. I'm going to go the fifth best player in Scotland right now, Morelos. Yo, were you at last night? No, and bear in mind this was done some time ago. Right. Fourth, Scott Brown. Third, again, people are going to think this is crazy, Edward. And my top two, in second place, Steve Davis, and in first place, Ryan Christie. And I'll tell you for why, because yes I realise the headline acts are Edward and Morelos and I realise that that's the big debate and I realise that they'll probably come you know first and second place in any poll that you have anywhere because they're the guys that score the goals they're the guys of the highest value they are as I said headline acts explain yourself listen see at the end of the midfield day midfield players for me is where the right. games are won and lost but see at the end of the day it's your opinion yeah I, who cares about MDL's I'm opinion? explaining my uh, opinion you gave me five minutes that's my top ten mm-hmm. stroke eleven with James Forrest <laughs> And do you know what? It would take me a while to 
get you one to ten in terms of who I think's a top player. It's a hard thing. I mean, we get asked, it's, we get asked, I mean, and you think that's easy enough. You actually end up two so nights easy. later fighting with yourself, thinking. You asked me a question to do my all-time best Rangers team. Yeah, we need that as well. <sighs> do you, not not I, in this I'm podcast. Going, we'll save that for the paper. I'm going to have to be harsh on some of my my teammates who I really enjoy playing with. Yeah. That is end of the day, it's what I think. The, the rules, the rules be, by the way, Barry, for this pull out and for the top 50 is because, it, it, you know, you could quite easily put 25 Celtic and 25 Rangers in if you, if you were so minded. And then you could back that up by saying, well, see if you guys at Aberdeen or Hibs or Kilmarnock were any better, they'd be in those squads. So with what that is the rule, the only rule that we introduced was a maximum of 10 per club. So that means that, you know, I, was, I, I think it's fair, safe to say that there'll be at least 20 Celtic stroke Rangers players making the 50, but it does open it up and I mean, it I becomes interesting. Couple, down I've there. put Lewis in for young, not just because he's my nephew, I, I do really think he's come on I leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. You've got Scott Allen at Hibs, was brilliant at the weekend. He's not far out of my top 10, I don't think. Makes my top 20. Nasey? He's right up there. Naismith, I've got in 13th place. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to give the rest of it away. But that's... All right, all right, all right, all right. Calm down, but... But it's a good argument. A very good argument. And do you know what? I would need to take a bit of time on that for my number one player. You can consider between dental appointments, sit down with your wee pad and work it out. Yep. And get back to me. Good man. <laughs> Thanks for right. giving me time. Good. You're very welcome. Right, this has been the Fergie Time podcast and we'll be back again next week. And at that stage, you will get a full update on Barry's Nashers. No, 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 no. They don't finish. <laughs> they don't get put in until I know, but next well, this, is, this is a work in progress. It will require updates. Listen, people Same think, as the plant-based can, can I get diet? this straight? It's no big singing and dancing things. We'll see. There's just a few were broke. A few were getting we'll a bit discoloured. Thought time is right. Let's get it sorted. We'll see. We'll see how. No we worries. Go.